0: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the first team all pro podcast with your host LT nasty. This is episode 50. We got a lot to talk about in today's episode. We'll be previewing the week one matchups of the NFL because the NFL season is right around the corner. So we'll be previewing all those matchups. Uh, I'm not going to do predictions because most, if not all of my predictions, more specifically for football ends up going wrong. So I'm going to avoid making any predictions, at least for week one. But uh, but also we are going to be talking about the quite possibly the biggest story out of the last week uh, in the sports world, more specifically in Major League Baseball. And it's Fernando Tatis Jr. violating MLB's PED policy, testing positive for steroids, more specifically cost the ball, which is on the uh, banned substance list. So, yeah, steroids. Uh, Yeah, when I first saw that, I didn't know what to think. I was like, there's just no way this is right. Like, there's just no way. There's just no way. And then I started seeing it all over Twitter, all over Instagram, all the major reporters reporting on it, Uh, you know, all the major reporters in baseball and Major League Baseball reporting on it. I'm like, oh, boy. This is not good at all. They're like, this is not a good look. Uh, yeah, it, it it it's a bad day for baseball. Uh, and I know I'm making this episode probably four or five, maybe six days after that news was released, but it really is a it really is a bad day for baseball because Fernando Tatis Jr. was one of the, or he is one of the brightest stars uh, in baseball. He's one of the best players in the league, and now people, a lot of people, are going to look at his career differently uh, after uh, you know after testing positive for steroids. Uh, it, it's really going to be interesting. Uh, and if you weren't aware already, he was hit with an eighty-game suspension. Basically, he's done for the year. That doesn't surprise me because most players that get caught uh using steroids or get caught with steroids in their system uh they usually end up getting banned uh well not banned but suspended for the rest of the season and then eventually their careers kind of you know their cur- career trajectory uh, career trajectory uh ends up going uh ends up going south and that, that that's the thing, like Fernando Tatis Jr. quickly became one of my favorite players uh, in the league. He, he was so exciting to watch. Uh, you know, e- even like for me, like not being a Padres fan, he was incredibly uh, talented to, you know, watch play. And now, now that with all this news coming out, I, I don't know what to say. Like, I honestly don't know what to say. I'm still in complete shock about it. Uh, I'm complete. I'm just, I'm bamboozled. I don't know what to say uh, about this, you know, and, and now just hearing the news and like he had a, br- a incredibly bright career ahead. And now with this whole, now with steroids, with violating the MLB, uh PED policy that's a really bad look that's a really bad look and there's been a lot of examples over the course of MLB history more specifically the last like 20 years where you where big time stars who end up uh violating the MLB's PED policy their reputation is and career is tarnished example A Barry Bonds example B Alex Rodriguez, uh, just to name a few, but it's, it, it really is gut-wrenching as a baseball fan to see one of the brightest and best stars in baseball, you know, get caught using steroids, just, just using steroids in general. Uh, you know, I, like, to this day, I still believe, like, there's just no point in using steroids. In baseball. There's just no point. And I will continue to hammer this point home. Like you're going to have, like, you're going to have, if you like, if you are a major league baseball player and you get caught using steroids in any way, shape, or form, you're going to have to live with that for the rest of your career and the rest of your life. Like, think about that. And like I said, going back to the Barry Bonds and Alex Rodriguez thing, just to name those examples those guys were both on Hall of Fame uh career trajectories uh they were uh, b- before the steroids and then all of a sudden all the news the you know the news that they used it they used those steroids not specifically cost the ball but you know in the ballpark uh you know once that news broke out that was it like that was it. There was no way those guys were making the Hall of Fame after that. Like it just wasn't happening, and that that's another thing. Going back to the Barry Bonds situation for a minute, yeah, uh, he was actually on the ballot. This was his last year of his of eligibility. Uh, you know, you know, when David Or you know when David Ortiz got a the year David Ortiz was uh, you know announced he was getting into the Hall of Fame. That was Barry Bonds. Uh well, which was this year basically or last year? It was, I think it was this year. Well, he got he got inducted. David Ortiz got inducted this year, but I think it was announced. Uh, I think last year. But anyway, that's not my point. My point is that Barry Bonds was on his last year of eligibility and he didn't get in. And with the steroid, with the steroid, with the whole steroid usage. Uh, I'm sure there are a lot of people that have called for him to not be on the ballot. So it's just, the, the point is here that your hall of fame chances, when you get caught taking steroids, they diminish, they, they get cut in half more than half. I'd say they get cut down by 75%. Uh, like I said, Barry Bonds had that slim chance uh, in his last year, uh, of eligibility, but he didn't make it. Uh, I, a, I know Alex Rodriguez has a few more years. Um, uh, I don't know if this upcoming year is his last year of eligibility, but I, I almost guarantee he doesn't get on the ballot. I can almost guarantee he doesn't get inducted, uh, because again, steroids. And And those are just two examples of, you know, Those are just two examples. Another example of, you know, getting caught with the PEDs, uh, uh, getting caught violating MLB's PED policy was Robinson Cano. Uh, You know, he's another example. I mean, once he left the Yankees, uh, once he was out, out of the Bronx, I mean, it all went downhill. And then all of a sudden he started hitting home runs like crazy again. And then well, no, I mean, give it a few, give it a month or two later, uh, and it was found he was he was juicing. So my point is, I mean, it's a terrible situation. It's a terrible situation altogether that Fernando Tatis Jr. was using steroids. Because, like I said, he's one of the brightest uh, and best stars in baseball. He's one of the best players in baseball and the thing is in in and the thing is a lot of people are going to look I'll look at his career differently a lot of people uh uh so it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens uh that's a bad look for San Diego for the Padres too cuz again they're making a playoff push uh and now even if they do get into the playoffs they're probably going to get smoked in the wild card. Like, oh, and even if they do win the, you know, clinch a playoff spot and, you know, clinch a wild card spot, win the wild card in advance to like the NLDS, they're probably going to run into the Mets or the Dodgers. And that's a lose-lose situation. Not even that. Not even that. If the Mets uh, end up winning the NL East and the Padres have to play a w- in the wild card, they're more likely than not playing the Atlanta Braves. The defending world champions, so that is a triple lose situation, having to play the the defending world champions. You know, somehow winning the wild card round and then facing the likes of the Dodgers or the Mets, two of the hottest teams in the National League. So, I don't, I don't know where you go from there. I, I just, I, I don't know what to say. I really do not know what to say. I mean I mean it's just like I said, it's a bad situation all around and then it's funny, Fernando Tatis Jr.'s father uh spoke up about it. Uh cuz you know, if anyone's been paying attention to the story, there've been multiple, you know, sources saying, you know, you know, oh, you know he was, you know, treating uh, the ringworm he had, or and and then his father comes out and says, says, oh, he was treating a, you know, fungus he had from a a haircut, you know, fungus he had from uh, getting a haircut, uh, I believe that's what he said, uh, yeah, fungus due to a, you know, he was treating it, he was using it to treat a fungus. He he got from a haircut, and I I, I don't know. I honestly don't know who to believe at this point. I honestly don't know who to believe because I'm going to be honest. I'm not buying – like like I said, I'm not buying either of it. I'm not buying any of it. The way I look at it is, I think he just straight up got caught. I I just don't think – I just don't think you use a – I I just – the way his father – uh, said it, it was like treat. you know, he was using it to treat a fungus from a haircut. I a hundred percent think that's BS. I think that I, I just, I've never seen some, I've never seen or heard anything in a situation where someone has to use a steroid to treat a fungus that they got from a haircut. Uh, I've just, never seen or heard anything like that in my life. So I think that's 100% BS. But he also said something. uh, He also said he also had an interesting quote, which you can find the quote, the quote's been the full like length of the quote has been swirling around on social media on Twitter and on Instagram. So you can go check it out. But uh, it's uh, starting nine, uh, the Barstool uh, baseball podcast. I saw they posted the uh, they posted the uh, tweet where Fernando Tatis Senior, uh, with uh, Fernando Tatis Senior's quote uh, on the situation, and I'm gonna sit, read it off right now. It was a mistake that could have been handled differently. Destroy the image of a player for such a small thing, for a situation like this is a catastrophe, not just for uh, Tatis Junior, but for all, all of baseball. There's millions of fans that will stop watching baseball. First off, that's not true. Man, people will continue to watch baseball regardless of the situation. Uh, and B, really, is it a small thing? Because I last time I checked, multiple ba- multiple big name players who got caught using steroids uh, in the last twenty or so years didn't get into the Hall of Fame, and were and their careers basically got screwed up, screwed over. Well, or let me rephrase that: their career, their careers were completely changed. They completely went downhill. So I think it is a pretty damn big deal. So I I disagree with what uh, he said there. I mean, it's a huge thing. I mean, like I said, Robinson Cano, uh, A. Rod, uh, Barry Bonds, most notably. Uh, like I said, you get caught juicing. It's a pretty damn big deal. And like I said, Barry Bonds was on a Hall of Fame career path. was heading for a Hall of Fame career prior to the steroids. The same thing with A-Rod. But still, they got caught, and now their careers are completely tarnished. Baseball careers anyway. Uh, and that's the thing. Uh, and I'm going to be honest. I also disagree with the fact that he, when he said he was to destroy the image of a player, that's not destroying the image of a player. That's just report reporting the what's happened. Like, that's not destroying the image of a player whatsoever. I'm sorry, I disagree with the, what uh, Fernando Tatis Senior said there. Uh, I mean, it's just. I, I just don't think, I, I don't think anyone's out to destroy his image uh, as a professional baseball player, but he got, like I said, he got caught. If you get caught using any sort of substance, banned substance, steroids, you know, obviously stuff like ball, uh which is a steroid, so I probably should have just lumped that all together and just said steroids, but when you get caught using any sort of banned substance, it's going to be leaked. People are going to find out. And when people find out, it is going to be a bombshell. And that's it. Like, it is going to be an absolute bombshell. And this piece of news, Fernando Tatis Jr. getting, uh, you know, getting caught, it was news. Like I said, I don't think anyone's out to tarnish his image. But on the other end, I think he kind of tar- tarnished his own image by taking the steroids, whether it was accidental or not. We're not, we're never going to know. Uh, uh, but yeah, just those are just my thoughts on the situation. I mean, the Padres are in deep, deep, deep crap right now. Uh, now that he won't be coming back. Uh, for the rest of the season. And like I said, he hadn't played a game this season up until this point. And now they're losing him for 80 games, which is basically the rest of the year. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be a long rest of the season for the Padres and Padres fans. Uh, but like I said, and I know I, I don't really want to say this right now, but Considering Fernando Tatis Jr. quickly became like my favorite, one of my favorite players uh, that doesn't play for my team uh, since coming into the league. Uh, but I'm going to say it anyway, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. And you could say that, like I said, could say the same thing with Barry Bonds, A-Rod, and basically every other player player in major league history that got caught, uh, using some form of steroids in, the MLB. But again, it's a damn shame. It really is a damn shame that that happened. But again, like I said, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Anyway, that being said, let's go to the NFL. Uh, Let's go NFL week one, right around the corner. And then I'm going to wrap up this episode of the podcast. Uh, Let's see what the schedule is looking like week one. We got a lot of games coming our way. Uh, We got bills, Rams, Eagles, Lions, 49ers, Bears, Steelers, Bengals, Patriots, Dolphins, Browns, Panthers, Colts, Texans, Saints, Falcons, Ravens, Jets, Jaguars, Commanders, uh, Packers, Vikings, Giants, Titans, Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs, Cardinals, Buccaneers, Cowboys, and uh, Broncos, Seahawks, which the Broncos are going to Seattle. Mark that matchup down because that'll be the return of uh, Russell Wilson to Seattle. So mark that game down uh, if you haven't already. That'll be the return of Russell Wilson to Seattle. But anyway, uh yeah, and that's week one. I'm really excited football's around the corner can't wait to uh you know be watching a full slate of games every week. It's uh, I'm so like you guys do have no idea how incredibly excited uh now that footballs back. Uh, I can't wait and also college football is gonna be uh, is right around the corner, too. I know I don't really cover college football a whole lot, but uh, maybe maybe I'll uh, end up doing that. Maybe I'll end up throwing a, a few episodes with college football in there. Uh, but anyway, that's it for me. This has been episode 50. This has been your host, LT Nasty, and I will see you all in episode 51. Peace.